0: Yeah, I honestly thought I didn't think we were going to do one tonight because you're going to the show.
1: Yeah, I'm pumped about it, but yeah, I don't want to miss this. Yeah. I, well, I told
0: my buddy it's in town. I was like, ah, oh, we might. And then I was like, actually, we're doing one, so I'll meet you at like 730. I go, you can go to the bar if you don't want to wait for me. He's like, dude, don't, I'm not going to wait for you. I'm going to have drinks with my coworkers, but I'll meet you at 730. <laughs> All right. Well, we can keep it breezy. Yeah, that's what I would do, too.
2: Good day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. All this. This is the podcast starring the Ted, the, te- the,
0: uh, the Ted, the, the Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha! The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. Woo! The podcast episode two sixty-nine. I know it's fun. <laughs> what? My name. What's up with your boy, Lee Ted Smith, I'll be the host of this year' podcast, the greatest podcast on all the land. All the land. Uh, to the left of me, he's actually to the right of me. He's always here, unless he's somewhere in Southeast Asia, rocking around in his 269 jersey. He goes by the name of
2: Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? U.S. government's response to Libra sent shockwaves rippling through the market this week, and Boris Johnson cratered the London Stock Exchange, heading into the greatest month of summer. Closer to home, the boys are back in the saddle as Cobb got his scooter mojo going. Ted is back on the program, and NCTP. Got a solid hike, in. share prices up three and a quarter. Will the Blue Skies continue to bring profits,
0: or is the podcast a house of cards? We'll have more after this. That's always a big question. All right, back there on the wheels of steel, getting the studio all set up. Matt Comer, the producer, of MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. How you doing, man?
1: Fantastic. Sorry for <laughs> Slipknot after this.
0: <laughs> uh, I will say, the weather, for me this summer, this weather's been great.
2: Yeah, did that pop in your guys' earphones when I was doing that? Did you guys get what? some weird... Yeah, just one, but okay, it's all right. I wasn't sure. Yeah, um, What? Yeah, dude, the weather's been awesome. And then we just like randomly this morning, it was like all rainy again for some reason. And now yeah, it's, it's back with the sun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like I usually like it's also been nice. It doesn't seem like half the state's on fire. I mean, I know there's some out there, but it, like last October, I remember it was – or la- October, Jesus. Last August was horrible. Yeah. Yes. And I know we're not in, or we just started August, so we still have plenty of time, unfortunately. But I'm just like, man, man, I can deal with this weather. Dude, you said October,
2: and I just it totally tripped something in my brain that I got to tell you. Remember, I don't know if we can say this on the cast or not, but you can just believe me. You remember the camp that we really liked at Burning Man Slut Garden? Yeah. Apparently, they throw a Halloween party, and it's really good. Yeah. Noted. (laughs) There you go. I just had to get that out there. Sorry. There's something Uh, wrong with saying Slut Garden. All right. Well, I just, oh, well, also just interrupting the cast to let you know about a Halloween party. But you said October. I heard about it this week. I didn't want to just let time go by without yeah, getting that out there. It's like, you know, externalizing your memory.
0: I will tell you this. Right now, I'm not going to it. I'm going. Yeah. I just know, like, I got some people visiting in October. I know the the camp, uh, uh, Corey's party we always go to. Oh, yeah. So I'm just like, it's going to be one of those weekends. It's like, I'm not going. Yeah. I wonder what weekend it'll be. Have you seen the petition to have uh, Halloween just be the last Saturday of October, dude? I've seen some. Yeah, I've seen some
2: wild stuff related to Halloween and petitions or whatever. I think that's a good idea. Wait, no, I was. I saw one where they wanted to have like a thirty-two days in October or whatever to like, dude. What was it? Oh, it was something ludicrous. So you're just saying, what, petition to move it so it's always the last Saturday of October?
0: Right, instead of it just being, like, right, like Thanksgiving, right, is always the last, what's it, like the last Thursday after a full, but it's got to be like a full week or something? Yeah, there's some, like, combo, but it's always on Thursday. Right, so that's what I'm saying, like, I like the idea, especially Halloween. I mean, as adults, it's fun, but at the end of the day, that's a children's holiday. So it's like, yeah, if they're trick-or-treating at night, why not have it on a Saturday? Hmm, well,
2: there is always confusion about when, like, even, uh, so on the... To take the adult's perspective, there's always confusion for a single guy like me about, like, what the night is that people are going out for Halloween, you know? And if it was on a Saturday, then people would go out on the Friday dressed up and the Saturday, and then that would right. be that. So, like,
0: this year Halloween is on is on a Thursday, right? So then are all the Halloween – I know the one Halloween party is the weekend before, like the yep. 26th. Or do you have a Halloween party two days after on the, November 2nd? In November?
2: selfishly yeah i feel like you never have the party after the actual holiday only before oh you can people
0: have like office christmas parties after christmas like my family used to have a christmas we used to call it the smith family christmas party but it was after christmas day was it the day after no nah, it was like a couple that's days the after. only thing i've heard of is
2: like the day after um man yeah i don't know seems for me i think it almost works out better that it's on a random day because then you get more nights of going
0: out for halloween It seems like you hate the kids. You want them out there living dangerously. Well, people know that about me, Ted. I don't think that's a surprise. (laughs) I
2: I just saw that one. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. But then you, okay. I I mean, I hear you. I think scheduling-wise it makes sense. But from a purely like selfish perspective, do you end up with less nights of Halloween then? Or is it just like, it's that Friday, that Saturday?
0: Oh, I think it'd be the same thing. People would still throw parties the weekend before. Yeah, maybe that would be a better system. Yeah. Hmm.
1: I've heard a similar argument for July 5th, being the day we get off. Right?
0: (laughs) Exactly, right? Because it all happens at night. What do they usually give off, July 4th? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there's
2: another one like that, like for um, uh, New New Year's Year's. Day. Yeah, Yeah. but you get New Year's Day off,
0: right? Because they're like, oh, yeah, stuff happens on New Year's Eve at nighttime.
2: Yeah, but that's a company-by-company policy. We're talking about a national holiday, Halloween. You know what I mean? Like, any company could choose to take whatever days off they want no one's limiting that but we're talking about a mutually agreed upon time to celebrate yeah but nobody gets off for halloween it's not a national holiday no no no. i'm talking about in terms of work for whether july 5th or july 4th that's a company by company
0: thing i don't think we need a national agreement but july 4th is the national holiday that's why companies give it to you off Sure.
1: What if we just made November 1st a national holiday, and then all the companies had to give well, everyone- now, hang on, hang on. We're not giving
0: Halloween a day off. Okay. I'm just saying, put it on a Saturday, help out the kids a little bit, and then I'm just saying, July 4th is the holiday. I just think it should be policy that everybody gets July 5th off. Dude, despite my nature to be disagreeable,
2: I agree with you on Halloween, because it would be nice then everyone has that Sunday to recuperate before heading
0: back into the work week. Yeah, because I remember even as a kid, it's weird. It's Halloween night. It's so much fun, but then it's like- You got to go to school the next
1: day. There's got to be some like productivity stats out there that would back this theory up. Yeah, I I don't know.
0: I just think it's a good idea. I was like, that makes a ton of sense. Uh, Granted, selfishly as the adult that likes to party, I think it's good, but also just for like the kids, I'm like, this seems to work out better. Probably tough to get people on board. Just like the getting the time system
2: set with the railroads and time zones and stuff. Like, it took an act of God.
0: (laughs) I just started watching this new show called Hell on Wheels. And it's like a, a documentary, or not documentary, but like a drama about like building the railroads and stuff, like post-reconstruction, uh, like Lincoln's just been shot. Oh, yeah. But it's like the guy that's running the railroad, like they're going through Nebraska, and he's like, why is it so straight? And they're like, because it's flat Grant ground. Why would we root it different? And he's like, the government's paying me 16000 a mile. Make it have S-curves.
2: Yeah, uh, dude. <laughs> yeah, there's
0: some wild stuff like that. <laughs>
1: And yeah. also,
2: no one really talks about, like, all the, um, the Chinese slave labor, you know, that got it through the Rockies. Yeah. And, then, like, the Irish and the Scottish and the English tried. Like, they just couldn't do it. And, you know, they started bringing over Chinese people, and they were sacrificing – what was it? It was, like, three men per mile or something crazy, the number of people who died.
0: Oh, it's unreal. Yeah, it well, that's wild. what right. – wild. This side is, like, they're, they're still trying to get across Nebraska. So, basically, they just have all the freedmen, like, the guys that used to be slaves working on it, but they're still treating them horrible.
2: Yeah, and then, like, um, what's his name? The oil tycoon just, like, up into that whole thing. And he's like, all right, screw – well, he had all these shipping, like, deals. And then he was like, I'm just building the pipeline.
0: Yeah. It's crazy, too, is, like, the guy that's, like, the surveyor, like, the the first scout for the railroad. Mm-hmm. Like, they're in hostile territory for natives, right? So uh, an Indian tribe shows up and, like, kills them all. But, like, when he shows up with the body, there's a newspaper man there. And he's like, did you take a picture of one body? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, take a picture of all of them. And he's, like, adding in extra arrows, like, make it look horrible. Jesus. Yeah. That's a harsh reality.
2: <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure, you know, one thing's for certain. I would not have survived that time. I, I was thinking the other day about, like, how, like, we're, like, you know, version 2.0 of our fathers, you know? And uh, just, like, in, in the same way that you upgrade in video games or whatever, like, we're the, we're the new model. And... uh it's crazy to think about what, like, the model, 10 models ago was, like, geared for, you know, like Wild West Smith.
0: Yeah, I also think it's, I don't know if it's fair to say we couldn't survive, or you couldn't survive it. I mean, you don't know. We don't deal with that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think human
2: beings are pretty adaptable, and obviously there's just hedonic adaptation stuff. I mean, we would have survived. I'm just saying, like, at this point, I'm a soft, soft-handed s- city slicker, you know?
0: I know. I know. Like, with the with the leg, I haven't been lifting recently and like, oh, I have soft bitch hands again. Yeah,
2: these babies don't have a callus on them, you know. moisturizing surprise. So like, am I really about to go like lasso a steer?
0: I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's like whenever you watch those shows, I'm like, I'd be a gunslinger. Would you? I'll say this <laughs> to you, Ted. It, it didn't take that much to be a
2: doc. I've always thought I would be a, um, a, a saloon manager, like the barkeep at the saloon, kind of keeping people's secrets and like knowing what's going on in the town and helping like, you know, make stuff happen between like the underground and the, you know, above ground, like people in terms of like the people on the right side of the law and the, long side of the wrong side of the law, sort of like a Rosetta Stone. So I've always felt I would be a saloon keeper.
1: Hmm.
0: Matt, you thought about where you'd be in the Old West?
1: Man, no, I haven't a whole lot. I mean, probably. Man, I can assure you this: we all be dead by about forty, right? I wouldn't be making it very far. Have a shot for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my. I mean, my skill set would not translate through time very well. <laughs> like everybody, I feel like everybody in those days was already like physically fit and active, and like doing their things and like eating real food with plenty of vegetables because that was just like all they had back then
2: yeah if they could get their hands on food
0: well yeah i will say and i know it probably sucked but i've always had a soft spot for like eating beans out of a bowl because i feel like whenever you watch old west stuff it's always that crappy like you know what i mean like it's a bowl but it's not that deep it's almost like a dish
2: yeah it's like a it's like the top of dude what are those things called Oh, man. Yeah. It's like a pie tin turned upside down. Like those tinware miners' houses. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they're always eating beans out of there. I'm like, ah, those beans are better good. Heated mm. over a fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that.
2: But in all fairness, like that was really just the, the people who were like driving cattle and stuff, you know? I mean, a lot of people were living in either frontier towns or actual cities like New York or Ch- Chicago.
0: Well, how far back are we talking? Well, the show I'm watching, like I said, it's right after Reconstruction. So you're talking like mid. 1860s to like eighteen seventy
1: Okay. What? Man, I was in New York last year and I'd paid no or this past year and I'd paid no attention to like when that city was really like being built. What was New York like in that time?
2: I think that's like similar to like the uh, the five families, the five points thing or whatever. Okay. I think that's like right about that time. So like obviously there's neighborhoods that I mean there's still neighborhoods like this, but very segregated by. Where people moved here from, you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know a ton time about a ton about that time period. Mud streets still, but buildings. I don't know that. Yeah, steel was happening, so there's probably like some. Like, I mean, the cities early kind of skyscrapers. The city,
0: most of those East Coasts. I mean, they're built and they're thriving already. I mean, my buddy used to live at a place in like Northeast, and it was funny when you'd be on his back deck, the like place across the street, you could see where like he. Uh, you know, it still had quarters for the horses and this and that. I mean, they had kind of sh- changed the structure of the building, but you could tell, like, like this is how old this stuff is. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's insanity. So In Seattle is just a forest. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nobody was out here yet. I know it's funny. when This show, they're like, oh, man, this place still looks great. I'm like, Nebraska still looks pretty nice.
2: Dude, yeah, man, that just reminds me. I had this weird moment this week. I was talking to um, to somebody down at the popcorn shop, and she was talking about how she grew up in Issaquah, and uh, we were talking, and we said something about, like, the plateau, you know, that upper area. Yeah. And, like, I was like, oh, yeah, da 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 it's nice up there. And then, like, as I was walking away, I was like, man, I remember when that was a forest. It was just like, oh.
0: Oh, yeah. It was heavy, yep. man.
2: And it wasn't even that long ago. It was like, you know, eight, nine years ago, but it was like, yeah, it was just like,
0: just yeah, I mean, even forest. for me, right, like 15 years. But, I mean, I remember, you know, Maple Valley and some of those little towns on the south end. There was nothing there.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's wild, man. Hey, you build one town center, throw in a Whole Foods, you had a whole neighborhood. Yep. Not <laughs> wrong. <laughs> right? Wait, so wait, wait, what's Wild West Smith? A bad gunslinger? A bad gunslinger? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: Uh, i like to think i would have figured out how to like a
2: henchman like one of the backup dudes that gets beat up first <laughs> yeah
1: or just
0: like oh yeah he's a gunslinger it's like i'd never seen him win one like how's he still alive <laughs> well
2: like you know in those movies like clint eastwood has two guys behind him
0: you yeah. know or like steven seagal or whatever yeah like,
2: yeah yeah i'm the i'm the guy on the left on the horse yeah i could see you being like a safe cracker or something <laughs> that'd be
0: cool yeah it'd be, be a cool gig i think like most people i've always had a desire to like steal or live outside the law oh definitely You know, Mm -hmm. it seems like it'd be more fun or easy. You know, maybe that's what I do. I'll rob trains. Yeah, I've
2: always, you know, I feel like that's pretty romanticized. It'd be cool to rob trains. I don't know. Probably pretty well, yeah, just taking a shotgun blast to the face, probably not ideal. I don't know. High risk, high reward, but probably easier to get away with then than now, you know? Although, although there's less people, so you run out of, uh, you kind of run out of track at a certain point.
0: You know what yeah, I mean? just like technology, like it'd be hard to rob a train. Like people would know pretty quick, like there's a robber on the train. Whereas like back in the day, you stop that train, you rob it in the middle of nowhere. Like nobody's going to know for days, if not a week.
2: Right. What I'm saying is like there's only so many small towns you can flee to after that. And the communities are pretty small. So like, well, what do you guys do? And they're like, uh, we work as bakers in this other town. And it's like word gets around pretty quick, you know, because like, there's just not physically that many people. So it's like, you know, the number of people who are in, what, like,
0: Whatcom County now would probably be, like, three states where the people. I'll tell you this much. I'm not going to spend any of my stolen money at your bar with this attitude <laughs> or your saloon. Well, you know, upstairs is a whorehouse, Ted. So I'm, I'm back. I'm back sure. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> They're waiting for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I came for the billiards. <laughs> it's called the clap, Ted. You got it. Oh, my God. I know. That would be... <laughs> right when i watch those shows it's just like oh the disease had to be all over the
2: place oh jesus i know and what was the training to be a doctor at that point like you're the guy with the book on medicine you got you know? the saw and the the jar of whiskey oh the saw god yeah it's like a little bow saw yeah you're the doctor that's heavy i mean doctors one thing surgery is another those doctors had to be getting sick all the time because they didn't really fully even understand bacteria and pathogens stuff at the time yeah it's insanity yeah, to be a doctor like to be putting yourself near like
0: cholera and what well, oh, man. I mean, that's also the issue with like the Civil War and stuff, right? Is like not only are the doctor's not that great, but at that time period, you're using the same battle techniques that have been used for years. Yeah. But the machinery has come a long way, right? You have repeating rifles. you know what I mean? The the regular rifles are are easier to load and this and that. That's why the devastation was just so unbelievable. It's just like yeah, like there's semi-automatic weapons now
2: well and just the infection rates you know what i mean like it's one yeah. thing to get shot but you know you're probably not you're not necessarily going to die from it but like, you might die seven weeks later you know yeah that's what
0: happened to stonewall jackson one of the most famous uh 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 confederate andrew jackson right no andrew jackson was an american Are president. There two people with the n-
2: nickname stonewall
0: uh no just the civil right. war general andrew Let's jackson was just andrew jackson but yeah, that's what happened to Stonewall Jackson. Was he was out perimeter or walking the perimeter, and he got shot, and then a few weeks later, he dies. He, see, He's confirming. You don't need to check me on this history. Wait, Turning away from Thomas
2: you. Jonathan Stonewall Jackson. Yeah, dude. Andrew
0: right. Andrew Johnson was not Andrew Jackson was not Stonewall Jackson. He's on, a, on the uh, 20s. Completely again. You're, let's not confuse our uh, Confederate generals with American presidents. <laughs>
2: Not a good look. No, Dude, no. It was his cousin. That's what this is saying.
0: Oh, they might have been. Re- I'm just saying, I know that Andrew Jackson is not Stonewall. Oh, Jackson. Old Hickory.
2: That's the nickname I was thinking of. Yeah, cool.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. We got to keep it pretty quick. So, Cobb, uh, you're going to have to uh, check some emails over there.
2: Okay. Uh, uh, this first one confused me. Do you guys remember us talking about the. Um, actually, I'm just going to skip that one. It's too too much. <laughs> uh, the Song of Hell. Baby oh, Sh- yeah. Baby Shark.
1: I, I got an update for that one. The uh, Everybody Clap Your Hands crisscross song would be playing on repeat in hell.
2: The, the, what's the name of that song?
1: I don't know, but I heard it today. I was with a client. We were... Walking around Ballard, and like some group of kids was learning to dance to it, or reverse, something. Reverse, oh, oh, reverse. Oh, you know what that song? Yeah, yeah. I hate that song, and I just heard it, and I was like, "That is way worse than Tequila. by a long shot." Like,
0: yeah, I feel like I just hear that song at so many weddings; it's like part of it.
1: That that didn't, yeah, that didn't help my cause. Then I was right. like, I I don't even know how I feel about weddings. <laughs>
2: like, <sighs> Greetings to the Grits podcast in all the land. All, all the, the land. land. Cobb, first off, got to say, the popcorn shop is awesome, and the popcorn is even better. Thanks, bro. Second, first time I really uh, uh, met you, we were in the pit at Meltdown with a couple of unicorns, and uh, well, after kicking it for a little, uh, wait, after kicking it with you for a little bit at the popcorn shop, I decided to go uh, to that bar that's kitty corner across the street for a beer. While there, and mindlessly sipping my blonde ale looking out the window, I happened to catch eyes with a girl, so I give her a smile and cheers her with my beer. She smiles back and keeps walking. About 20 minutes later, almost done with my first beer, I look over and see the same girl walk into the bar, walk right up to me and say, hey. Long story short, we ended up spending the rest of the day having a few drinks and walking around the city. But once again, turned out to be a unicorn. It's just from the East Coast now here for a work holiday. Still awesome though, so thank you for letting me soak up some of that vibe and energy you put out. As always, Dusty Hugs, Zach, aka Shine the Wolf, P.S., you don't need to read my email on the cast. <laughs> no, you don't want to, since we talked about the burn of the shop. Wolfpack! Nice, dude. Yeah, yeah, we got to hang the other day. Is that
1: Zach the dude that, that made us our jewelry?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Hell yeah. Yeah, we were kicking it for like an hour on, was that Sunday maybe? Tight. that's dope. To the greatest podcast in all the land. All, all the, the land. land. Hey, Cobb, Ted, I need a favor. Please reach over and give that beautiful bastard MCTP uh, the, the best high five you can. I want to hear that on the cast, boys. Thanks to Matt's advice and giving up carbs completely, I went from 350 to 325 pounds in a month and a half. You guys really are the greatest podcast in all the land. <laughs> all the land! Your buddy, the skinnier, James. There's one. Let me get Hell Matt. Yes. I'll run around the desk.
1: The whole thing. We usually do this during the intro.
0: Yeah, I know. Get it? You can hear it. Woo! What are you doing? You changing up your program? People got to cut out carbs? To I, didn't,
1: I was like, I never said to cut out carbs. <laughs> I had pizza this weekend. I had ice cream this weekend. <laughs> but... That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the video I did yesterday? No. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun. Nutrition made fun on Instagram.
2: Gents, how are the hosts of the greatest podcast in all the land? All, all
1: the land. land. That's it? No, there's a, there's
2: a couple, but, you know, the man asked a question.
1: Excellent. Yeah, I
2: see, I see. Okay. So-so from Ted in Spanish?
1: Top notch. Top here. notch.
2: You know, uh, same question in a different way. In the Middle East, instead of saying, how are you, they say something like, Ted, how is your heart? Well, my heart's all right. And then they listen closely for the answer. Hmm.
1: Matt? Beating.
0: Beating.
2: Okay. Americans so literal.
0: I'm trying to learn. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning all my Irish slang. So my new one is how you getting on? Oh yeah, or what's on for the day? Or we? Yeah, that's the Australia same thing. Do they use crack? That's my new one too. What's the crack mate?
2: <laughs> I know why you're saying no. We were using crack this week because our the um, what's the, name? the uh the cameraman was from England and my business partner's from Ireland, so they're all about the crack. Yeah, which is like the the banter or whatever. Um, I'll keep this short and sweet. My guilty musical pleasure is Train. I can't explain why either. Dustin and Lake
1: Goodwin. Train had a great album. The one with this drops will over be- Jupiter. I didn't. Is that I didn't a train album. It's a song. Drops right. of Jupiter. But the one with uh, this will be my year. I love that song. And then like yeah, there are some other ones that I think this will be my year. is Just a straight up awesome song. But like that drive-by song might uh, get into the guilty pleasure territory.
2: What's up? Oh, no. Actually, I'm sorry. I messed that up. What a- <laughs> I just want to start by saying, yo, Ted, I rocked the life-proof phone case, too. My oh, wife, nice. My wife and I got iPhone 7s at the same time, and I got a life-proof case. She chose nothing. Well, we have three kids, three-year-old and a one-year-old, and four months later, her screen was webbed due to a one-foot drop. Three months after that, after another tiny drop, her phone took a <laughs> She had to go back to her iPhone 5, which she is still using right now, and squawks all the time about it. I've dropped my case tons of times, and have even ran my phone through the wash on accident, and my phone is great. Every time I drop it, I shout, life proof! <laughs> Anyways, thanks for the trip down memory lane, guys, with the girl, the girls gone wild ads um, oh, were yeah. it through high school. I graduated in 98. Shannon Tweed was my girl, and I thrived on Skinamax. Spud McKenzie was the man, or dog. Joe Camel told me that smoking cigs would get me big boobed, big boobied women. Those kudos bars were awesome. Yep. Not at all. Oh wow! Not all of them had coconut. Fair. Uh, big Johnson and Bear Wiz t-shirts were a must, and the Bud Lizards were chameleons, not iguanas, buddies. Until next cast, peace, peace. Jesse the Body. Did you guys ever? Uh, did you have Big Johnson shirts out here? No, but I do. Uh, I am familiar with Big Dog Apparel, which oh, came a man. little later. Do you guys remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. I had a ton
0: of it. My mom, (laughs) my mom really liked buying it for us. Well, if you're not the, what's it? If you're not the, if you're not the lead dog, the view never changes. You're not a big dog. Stay on the porch. I mean, I had, I had too many of those. (laughs) It's so
2: funny because I remember walking through the store like, who are these for?
0: (laughs) My mom loved them, and I think eventually one time my brother was just like, Mom, I don't like the big dog stuff. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's funny. The big Johnson stuff were just always like, it was was like they were like the t-shirts you got on the boardwalk in Ocean City. Or like, you know, naked lacrosse t-shirts, just those ones.
2: Oh, yeah, gotcha. It's like the big Johnson
0: shirts. I'm trying to think. I got to look one up. But they always had like a stupid logo on there. Like some kind of saying.
1: The whole like witty, cutesy, funny saying shirt craze really, really took off. Mm. And, like, I don't know. I don't All right, know how like feel here, about it This anymore. one
0: says, Johnson's. The bigger your hose, the deeper you can go. Those were what Big Johnson shirts were like. Well, also, of- the novelty t-shirt is just a little, like, I still like them, but it's just a little worn off because there's so many of them. Right. Yeah, they kind of hit, like, a peak
2: craze, like, what was that? Was that five or six years ago or more than that? I think more. Could have been more. Could have yeah. been, like, when we were just coming out of high school, maybe. But, yeah, I did reach a fever pitch for a second there. I actually weirdly saw the first one of those that I've commented on out loud this week. I was walking, it doesn't matter where I was walking, and uh, <laughs> I was walking down the street. I was walking out to my, to my car, but uh, to the popcorn van. But uh, this uh, very attractive female I was wearing this shirt that was white with pink lettering, and it just said, not today, Satan.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Castle's wearing that shirt today. Really? black and white version.
2: Dude, yeah, it's funny. I'd never seen one, I saw two that day. Totally yeah. different, different people.
0: Yeah, I know it's it's crazy. Yeah, well, I, it's just so easy to make them. Yeah, in fact, I saw one some on... people just have shirts for every occasion. I'm just like, all right, <laughs> that's true. I also saw uh, this one on the way in, Ted. <laughs> it's also weird too, is so many people have stuff written on their shirts. Sometimes with women, it's like, I'm not staring at your boobs. I'm just trying to read what your shirt says. See, I take the opposite tact. Like, I'm not trying to read what your shirt says. <laughs>
2: <I'm just kidding. laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, that's it for much. Is that it for <laughs> All, right. All right,
0: I'm just trying to keep us on a little bit of a schedule here. I said I, I told Mike today I go, I'm not gonna say we are keep it short, because every time I say that it takes forever. But let's check in with what's battening! Hey, guys. what's good, what's man uh, before we get to what's battening. Hey, guys. what's good, what's man check out what's battening. Hey, hey what's good, what's man uh, before we get to what's battening Hey, hey what's good? What's Madden? Whoa. Check out with what's, what's
1: Madden. We really are ahead of schedule. My phone's set to remind me of my What's Madden notes at 720, which yeah. usually is like way before I need... <laughs> usually it goes off and we haven't even started the emails. Uh, today, it hasn't even gone off yet because it's 710 right now. Uh, so, oh, okay. Yeah, my... Well, my whole week's a weekend, it feels like. So, uh... <laughs> I played basketball for the first time in years. Now, I mean like horse and around the world um, with, yeah. our, with our boy Kevin Deers from Metal Shop. And Saw that. Loud Local. That was a ton of fun. It's um, some, some courts over in Ballard. Um, yeah, just a ton of fun. Boy, did I have some rust to shake off for about a half hour
0: there. <laughs> yeah. And like for some reason, everybody fathoms how hard it is to hit a baseball. But basketball players honestly make it look so easy. Yeah. So just you just forget. Like man, shooting it through that hoop is not easy.
1: No, it's not. Um but it is fun. And uh yeah, that was great. Um so that was one of the nights that went by. Um, Friday I had lunch with my dad at Il Corvo in Pioneer Square. Yeah, I still haven't been. It's a long line. And it was like it was a Friday in tourist season. Pretty sure there were some cruise ships in town or about to leave. It's 9 nine cruise ships in mm-hmm. town on friday last weekend yeah wow that, that's for
2: the whole weekend oh okay but they come early they fly in early and leave early, yeah. Late. yeah
1: yeah so my dad goes there somewhat regularly and uh that line was the longest he's ever seen but it was fun we talked yeah. in line we had a lot to catch up on so uh that was cool uh later that day i went to the driving range um, to work on my golf game because I'm just having a lot of fun with that. There's, like, a big, like, black post out there. It looked like it had a speaker on it, but I hit it twice. It was like, oh, I'll just aim. Like, that's where I'm aiming. And I literally hit it twice. It, like, made a sweet ping sound. It was, a uh, yeah, it was fun to, to just go out there and practice. Uh, I got my putter re-gripped with All one right. of those, like, big, like, fat grips, which helps steady your hands a little bit, take your hands out of it. So that was... uh. Yeah, that was cool. Um, And then that night, I went and saw a band by the name of Sumac, which is like one of the guys from a band named Isis back in the day. Very heavy. Were they poisonous?
0: What? Were they poisonous? Sumac? Is that a... Nice. I have no idea. Agriculture joke.
1: All right, because I had no idea what (laughs) Sumac meant, but... For you
2: horticulturists out there.
1: (laughs) They were super heavy. It was rad. Do
2: you know there's Sumac poachers?
1: No. <laughs> no. Okay, go on. Go on. You guys. Go on. All right. You guys make me feel <laughs> dumb over here because I'm like, yeah. All right. Whatever. Sumac's a dope band. Uh, the guy gave like a speech. He's like, hey man, you know, uh, you like gave like this moving talk about you know being vulnerable in today's world and you know like this being a a bunch of music about peace and love and acceptance and all this stuff. And there's a guy like. It, It was like the beginning part of a metal song that's very, like, drawn out and not, like, mosh worthy. But one guy was probably pretty drunk, like, started the mosh pit a little bit early. And this other guy just, like, starts, like, get out of here! Like, starts pushing him, like, right after that, like, preface that the guy gave. And yeah, it was a whole thing. It was pretty, pretty funny seeing the. uh... For the record,
0: I still do not understand moshing. (laughs) I've never taken part. I don't know, like, how hard am I supposed to hit somebody? Am I not?
1: It it depends. I mean, I just go in there, have a good time, try not hurt myself or anyone else. Um, and you know, it's very like very intense form of uh, therapy that you know people have each other's backs. You see, you ever see someone fall down, like everybody rushes to pick them up and stuff. But yeah, I've been in somewhere. It's like this just isn't fun. Like, and there's sometimes it's just like one guy that can't control his limbs, right? Like I don't know. I try and keep my elbows a little bit. By my sides, right? Sometimes you'll see guys just flailing their arms out, and it's like, you're gonna smack somebody. It's just, yeah, yeah. So it, it depends from it varies from show to show, but uh, this was a pretty, pretty solid like pit. It was rowdy though, for sure. Uh, but that was just like really early on, but yeah, I don't know how I felt about it. The guy that got really mad, it's like, dude, this is exactly where the mosh pit's gonna be. You're at a metal show, like yeah, that guy's a little drunk and maybe you find him annoying, but like maybe stand somewhere else. And he just, yeah, he got mad. So um, I was just laughing at the juxtaposition to what the guy on stage had just said about like unity and love and peace and all that stuff. And then the guy, she's
0: just like, get the F
1: off me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then so I went to that show with my buddy Josh, and then we hung out uh, after that. We hung out a, a, a more on Saturday. Went to El Barato, got some chips and salsa and some tacos. And then Sunday, went out to Newcastle to work on my short game um, with my dad. Try out the new grip on my putter. Practice chipping. Actually, chipping's just frustrating, but it's good to practice. And I learned some stuff. So I'm excited to get back out and like get a full round in. Probably after this weekend at Meltdown. And then after that, we went and uh, watched golf. Watched two separate tournaments. My dad who. When he watches golf, you know, he, like, wants to watch it, and people are like, that's weird. He wanted to, like, pay attention to this hummingbird that was at the Hummingbird feeder, and I was like, Dad, we got the tournament on pause. Like, it's coming down to the wire. What are we doing? Let's get in there and watch. I was like, holy hell, who have I become? Um, But, yeah, I'm all in with the golf stuff. Shout out to Colin Morikawa, who's, like, played five pro tournaments, and I've seen two of them, and I'm like, I know the rookies on the golf circuit now. That's watching a lot of golf, dude. That's where I'm at. So yeah. figure, you know, you watch cricket, you can you can at least respect it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get trust me, I get it. And after practicing, watching what those guys are doing, it's just like, holy hell. Are... Golf is the one
0: sport where like like you could shoot a basket, but you're not LeBron James. But like you can in a round of eighteen holes, more than likely, you'll have one shot, at least, whether it's an iron out of the out of the fairway or a tee shot or one long putt, we're like, Oh, I feel like a pro. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like you play slow pitch softball, but like you're not you're not gonna play hard bit or hard pitch uh, baseball, right? And then go like you might join a men's league, but I doubt anybody's popping eighty five ninety.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. There's like a one. There's one little moment of like relatability, but then you're like they're doing that every shot. Like the yeah. consistency those guys have is just unreal. Yeah. Um. And I yeah, if you don't play golf. Or like try and actually like focus on it. It's of course it's a boring sport to watch, but when you actually are out there like getting frustrated by six foot putts for a half hour, and then these guys they're like talking about the announcers are like, yeah, this guy puts ninety uh, five percent within ten feet. I'm just like, oh man, just leaps and bounds ahead of me. But yeah, yeah. it was a fun weekend. All right, nice, nice.
0: Uh, thanks everybody that, uh, that I saw at the. Uh uh punish ms thing and big shout out to uh Crucible Brewing that was a fun event. Uh, shout out to big dogs, uh hot dogs. Truck was there, played a little cornhole and uh I guess it's about that time. Boop 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 Cobb topic. Top topic.
2: Also just said a quick as a <clears throat> on a quick note, if we see each other at Meltdown, say hello. I may not remember your name. I'm a face guy. I remember people by their face. Are you going I'm back in, baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> back in. Um, so the cop topic this week. A lot of people are traveling. You know, it's the end of summer, and then we got the holidays coming up. Obviously, so a lot of people are hopping on those long flights, going to weddings, uh, whatever else they got on their schedule, vacations, etc. So, cop topic this week. What is your best advice for long flights? Feel free to email us. Literally, the word email at thepodcast.com. Or hit us up on the Twitter machine. Or email us about anything else that's on your mind. Something we're doing pissing you off? Something we're doing you love? Let us know. For long time. Don't take
1: mine, Ted. Eat an edible on the way to the airport. Boom. We that's got a, a win. We got to win.
2: This topic's and over.
1: When you do that, no. I would also say get there early because, like, SeaTac's the best place to be stoned.
2: Yeah. I like to eat it, like, as I'm walking in the front doors. Like, at the last possible minute yep. before you have to deal with authority figures. So yep. you have some, you know... Right. Some, uh what's that called? Like uh, incubation time. But don't do that and then eat Wendy's for breakfast and then get on a long flight and projectile vomit when you're not able to find the bathroom because
0: you're too high.
1: That wouldn't be a good move. Happened to
0: a friend of mine. Yeah, I had a friend of mine that decided he was going to drink double captain and uh, diets Ooh. and eat fast food burgers and he puked on a plane too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh You know what? This will sound weird. It's not usually my style. I'm usually a. Uh, Like show up at the last minute, right on time kind of person. But recently, I've been showing up to the airport early, and it's it's much nicer. Like you can sit there, get a bite to eat, and like airports, to their credit, have stepped up their games. There's a like there's a lot better restaurants and options of food to stuff. So like it's just more relaxing when you're not just like rushing, rushing, rushing.
2: That's true. They have upped their games. A lot of airports now are trying to do all local fare. Like the yeah. Austin airport did that, and a lot of other airports are trying to copy C-TAC's that. SeaTac's doing it right now. I know Cincinnati's trying to copy that. Nashville's trying to copy that. Dallas Or copy, whatever. They're trying to do it, which is cool, because then if you're just even passing through a city, you can get all the best stuff. Makes sense. I, I think all airports should be that way. Screw Sabaro. Sorry. Oh, wow. Shots fired.
0: Uh, garlic not. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I think garlic not. There you go. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm a crappy sleeper on a plane, so I'm the worst person to ask about long flights. I mean, I I flew from Seattle to London and didn't sleep once. Dude, for me... Now on the way home, I slept a lot, but I had been having a pretty good time for three days. I pretty much just run the
2: program, man. Like, I always bring a sweatshirt with me, because usually it's cold, or you can use it as a pillow. I typically have, like, my, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Dude, what are those things we're always using in the zero-gravity chairs? Blindfold? Yeah, my mind, my I typically bring a mindfold and then my last thing and this will be controversial. You can hate me if you want to, but I take my shoes off. You're just more comfortable, it's easier to sleep. I'm sorry. I don't walk down the aisle. I don't like put my feet on the ground. I just Socks? Yeah, of course socks.
0: Yeah, I never understand people that sit there in hoodies and everything like they're freezing and then they're sitting there without socks on barefoot like Ugh. you you fathom you fathom that most of your heat leaves the bottom of your feet and the top of your head. But I don't think they do. You just kind of well, want to shake them awake. Like, put on fucking socks. Yeah. You're not that cold.
2: Yeah. I think most of your feet, to to add a little caveat, I think most of your heat leaves
0: through the top of your head and whatever is touching the ground. Right. right I'm just saying it's stupid. Like, you've got on sweatpants and a full-up zipped-up hoodie. Like, put on socks. You'll be much warmer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that. I, I always travel with a hoodie, and then I always bring a pair of mesh shorts and a clean pair of underwear in my bag. As if I, in my like backpack that I bring with me is if you ever lose your luggage, like I just, I can deal with wearing shorts a couple of days in a row. I can't deal with like wearing underwear twice. Yeah. I'm that's, with you. That's one I really hate. Clean socks can be a game changer too. Clean socks is huge. But the nice thing, you can always buy socks wherever you're
2: going, you know? I think people are always worried about forgetting stuff and it's like, man, most stuff like toothpaste or whatever, pretty cheap where you're going.
0: It is. I just want the essentials. I've, I've had flights where I've been, you've been stuck in airports.
2: Oh yeah. So that's what sure. I'm saying. Like, right.
0: And also like- have a pair of Time of Bahama, like $30 socks. Bring your dress socks. I with bottom them as the hotel was the only option. <laughs> All right. That's going to be a quick one for you. Uh, I was going to say, we got stuff going on. Uh, anything, I guess Meltdown's coming up this weekend. You guys will be there. I will not. I'll be a pain in the grass. Saturday, if you see me a pain in the grass, make sure you stop me and say hello. So we say what's up. Anything else? No, no I, just, I, I was just, I was just laughing
2: because, like, anytime we end these, you just—it's like you're just like peeling off a twenty for somebody. Like, all right, there you go, man. Like, get, yeah. like there's your, there's your podcast. Hey, get away from me. You enjoyed it. Here's, right? here's your money, okay?
0: And I'll spend it all in one place. Yeah, you'll be all right. Keep the change, <laughs> you filthy animal. All right, two sixty nine, two sixty nine. Fun number uh, for MCTV, for Cobb of the Ted Smith. Ow, ow. This is the podcast. Cheers.